We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Would you rather have Neves or Leroy Sané? Leroy's on it. Okay, just I'm check. That, I'm not that crazy. Okay, okay. not yet. That, ask me again in a week. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com/soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by our good friends over at Starting Eleven. Thanks to them. And uh, Andrew, I'm your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me as always is Andrew Laird. Um, Andrew, um, you have so I'm much to talk more... about. You just wanted to just jump right in. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I, I'm I'm not the most normal person. Um, but something weird happened. Some, something weird happened to me today. Um, I was at a client location in, uh, in, let's say, the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Okay. And I'm in the bathroom. This is this is already how it starts to get weird. Um, for the first time, and I think in anything that I can recall, and this is only really probably going to pertain mostly to our male audience, um, but for the first time in a long time, I had to aim up at a urinal. Huh. And I feel like that was more their fault than mine. <laughs> like, that's not a really well-designed location. Uh, any chance you're, um, the, the people you're working for are Dutch? Because <laughs> I, I used to work for a Dutch company, and um, that was not fantasy sports-related. But I visited their home offices, offices excuse me, in Amsterdam, and, um, like, everyone in the Netherlands is humongous. So I would understand having some sort of very tall urinal, but um, if not, then I have no explanation. Do you think it was built that way, like a like a design I, that way? I mean, this is a very old building. I thought that people have grown over time, hmm. <laughs> but like it was just it was just super weird to see. It was just a super weird feeling when I'm at work. I'm like, huh, um, I'm am I normal sized? Am I not? Like, I, it made me feel very self conscious. Yeah. And you're not short. I mean, you're not like tall, but you're not a short. I mean, I, I think you and I are fairly but, average height people. 
But this is this is just the 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 daily happenings, the daily goings on, and what happens in my mind, and what explains the fact that you know at least in EFSA I'm screwed for fantasy Premier League this season. Because two months out without De Bruyne. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean he's one of the two players that I will have that consistently start. Um, I, I mean, I mean, Mike, the got curse is on. I mean, two guys are already down. Uh, Kalasnich down, mm-hmm. uh, and and um, and De Bruyne mm-hmm. down. Uh, that, that 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 I mean, after one week, that's a, that's a pretty good uh, pretty good indicator that, that that the watch is on for Mo Salah now. He's next. He's oh, the only gosh. one left. Oh, I hope not. Just for the good of the Premier League. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Actually, I've ha- I've received my first trade offer for for De Mo Salah uh, oh, for Mo Salah. Oh, okay. In the in the FSA. Classic my respo- quantity versus quality. My response was, "I'd rather tank the season." <laughs> <laughs> what was the offer? Um, your dollar dollar You're... sign plus forward. I'm like, I'd rather just tank the season. <laughs> yeah, you are one of these people who like has integrity when it comes to trades like that. Whereas I think they should all be open, but um. I, I don't have enough to offer you for Salah. No one ha- no one does. My, uh, that's what I said. I'm like, he's my only plan. I'd rather just accumulate budget and hold on to Mo Salah as long as he's Mo Salah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I would thought you were saying you had an offer for De Bruyne already because no, De Bruyne uh, is I, I fairly cheap that, in that I, league. I actually said De Bruyne's more available. I actually don't know if anyone can keep him because I've kept him for so long. It doesn't reset. Or, I had no idea that we had a keeper limit for... Yeah, neither that did league. I. Um, I would have sold De Bruyne this year if that was the case. Yeah, the uh, the rules in that league are are well beyond my yeah. my understanding. But um, the it was funny that when you look at the Man City schedule, uh, they should. Oh, be, this is this is the great time of it. Yeah, they should be fine. I mean, within the the kind of time frame that that De Bruyne is out, which is roughly two to three months. Uh, that's of course before any scan has been has taken place like it was kind of weird to me that people were like well it sounds like it's a similar injury to what he had a few years ago and he was only out for two to three months then and um, 66 days yeah nobody really knows like what the actual injury is yet they were just like well it's a knee injury and he had one of those a few years ago so uh, i'm sure there's a little more to it than that but uh, if it's the else if it's the LCL injury that he sustained in 2016 the game against Everton right then it's six, it, it was 66 days precisely yeah. so, so thank you to Ben Dinnery for that oh, um, so theoretically it's the same thing uh, they do play Tottenham they do play Liverpool and they play Manchester United which um, city are deep enough I mean obviously they're better with De Bruyne but they're deep enough maybe not specifically in his position but the it was funny to see the people like, well, City should be fine. And then the other people who were like you, who have him in fantasy in a format that is not as like, oh, I'll just drop him and pick up another guy. Um, those people were ready to jump off a cliff because they realized uh, for a fantasy season, eight games is a lot to miss, uh, particularly for a guy that you probably didn't just pick up off a waiver wire. So um it was just a very big difference between what you see in real life versus uh, our trusty fantasy Premier League. Yeah, and uh, just a, a little bit of a rundown of what we're going to talk about. Obviously, our reactions to what happened week one, including De Bruyne. Uh, we're going to go through just you know players we're interested, players we're not interested in, uh, a little bit of transfer in, transfer outs, uh, and then uh, I'm also going to we're gonna also I, I made up a game in just like kind of like my leading up to this podcast called uh, the FPL's favorite son. And I'll explain the rules a little bit later. Young men or I will will explain the rules a little later. Sorry. It's FPL's favorite son. Okay. All right. So let's first, well, we'll continue talking about De Bruyne because that's obviously the hot topic of the day. Uh, Now, when I heard the news, um, you know, I, I kind of traced back, you know, who is this going to benefit most? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's, it's harsh, but it's what the FPL mindset is like. Who's the next guy? Yep. Um, so when this guy was first signed, um, he was supposed to replace David Silva, which means a central role. Right. Um, everyone's kind of saying that Gundogan is the guy to get that. He's the one that stands to benefit most. But I disagree pretty, pretty strongly, actually. Um, Gundogan once upon a time may have been that guy, but. Not now. The person who stands to benefit most is Bernardo Silva. And mm-hmm. the reason why is not because he's going to continue to play out wide. Like I said before, he was supposed to replace David Silva. 
And that means he's central role. And this is the time for him to take that central role on. If they're going to continue playing that, you know, 4-3-3, but really a 4-1-4-1 scenario, um, Bernardo Silva could be one of the two central, you know, one of the two central midfielders, whether it's next to David Silva or somebody else or Riyad Mahrez or whoever. Yep. Um, he can be the other guy and Fernandinho will still sit in the holding role. And that would also allow a guy like Leroy Sané to come back in the lineup if they choose to mm-hmm. and have Leroy Sané on one side and Raheem Sterling flanking um, uh, flanking uh, Sergio Aguero or possibly Gabriel Jesus to go outside on the wing as well. I mean, the, the, the possibilities for City are endless. There's a spoil of riches there. Um, rotation is still probably going to be a thing. But the person who I think stands to benefit most is Bernardo Silva and not Ilkay Gundogan. I think it's certainly possible. I th- uh, Bernardo's versatility, meaning that the fact that they can use him on the wing like they did in the opener, uh, certainly benefits him as well. Like it's not like he is uh, only a winger, or only a central player. Uh, I don't think you'll see Sane in that role, in the playing centrally. So Bernardo definitely, I agree with you. I think Bernardo has the highest kind of potential playing time upside. I do think that Gundogan will get much more than we expected. I mean, I don't think the the Bernardo easily slots into De Bruyne's spot and, and that's it. But uh, it at least gives Bernardo another path to playing time that, like, Leroy Sané doesn't necessarily have. Yeah, and that was the first reaction I had to the City lineup last week is this is a terrible sign for Leroy Sané. Because this was the, this was the time where he was going to get – sorry, where he was supposed to get the most playing time. And it just – it didn't happen. Yeah, like we, there was all this expectation that a lot of the World Cup guys would rest at the beginning. It didn't really apply to everybody. I mean, like Argentina went out early enough that Aguero was able to start training earlier than than a few of the others. But yeah, Leroy Sané didn't go to the World Cup, so like he had all summer to kind of get ready. And yeah, that was kind of the expectation that he would be there. And opening day, Raheem Sterling, who played in the third place game, like the second latest game you could play, is there in the starting 11, Leroy Sané is not. I think it's worth kind of recognizing that the only reason Sané played so much last year is because of the Benjamin Mendy injury, that uh, Pep Guardiola made it very clear that he wanted to use Mendy kind of in a, in a more attacking role, not not obviously a kind of an attacking midfielder like Sané plays, but he kind of provides that width on the wing. And when he went down, instead of hoping that Fabian Delph or Zinchenko or whoever could do that what Mendy does because I don't they don't have anybody that can do what Mendy does he got more defensive with his back line but allowed Leroy Sané to come in and so that long run of playing time that Sané had last year was mostly a result of Mendy's injury and not because you know he was outplaying other people and so Mendy's back and he looks pretty good um Pep Guardiola made some comments after the match that kind of uh dampened it a little bit in terms of like the Mendy excitement only because he kind of said that Mendy can makes mistakes every so often. And, uh, you know, he can obviously do great things, but he has to kind of tighten up a little bit. Um, you and I were joking on Twitter cause he specifically mentioned something about Mendy pulling back his social media, which you and I were very much against. Um, but I, I, you would have to think of all the attackers from last season and the addition of Mares. You can't be comfortable if you have Leroy Sané. And guess who drafted him uh, in the second round of our staff FPL draft league? I was shocked that you took him. Yeah, well, I, I was too. <laughs> <laughs> Although you did admit after the draft that you got killed. So. Oh yeah, I got. Cr- I mean, I, I mean to be fair though, I mean I finished fifth after the first week. After the first week, you did You're well ahead of me. Yeah. I mean, you know, the defense helped. Right. I did get a good defense. The one thing I did get was a good defense. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I got crushed. I got crushed in that draft. Uh, and waivers are coming out tomorrow for that league, and we'll see if I even get a chance to improve. <laughs> but I doubt it. <laughs> we'll There's, see. Uh, it's slim pickings. I mean, I'm going to look to trade Sonny even for whatever I can get now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because I think that the like, if you can get, like, 75 cents on the dollar right now for Sonny, take it. What kind of because that number is only going down. Yeah, what kind of player do you consider seventy-five percent of Sane? Of what we thought of Sane last year, like if I can get James Madison, I'd take that. I think you have James I, Madison. 
I do, but I'm just saying in general, uh, you asked who that is, you know, okay. that level. Okay. Like, like for example, Ruben Neves is not 75%, even though he's <laughs> going to be way more popular. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know, if I had to stay in the mid, if I have to stay in the midfielder range, you know, <sighs> Henrik, Henrik Mkhitaryan. Wow. Okay. Like, I, I mean, both of whom, I mean, Mkhitaryan is probably the guy who I'd try to get. I was going to say, I would never trade uh, Sané for Mkhitaryan, but. I would now because of playing time. I, I, I have, I, I'm I'm so desperate for playing time. Mm-hmm. Because in behind Sané, I have no real proven goal scorers in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking, at midfield. I'm looking Navigator, at my, um, James Madison, Fabinho, and Matt Ritchie. Like, I'm looking at great. my my top 200 rankings, or I don't even have to look at that. I can just look at if I mean you don't have to trade like for like in terms of position, but um, I have Sane right in front of Aaron Ramsey, James Madison, Raheem Sterling, Sun Hyung Min. Like I don't think I don't know if anybody's trading those guys for Sane, especially because of what Joachim Lowe said about Sane over the summer. You know about how he has like a bad attitude yeah. and Guardiola not playing him. It's like, is there something to this? Like, is he really just like coaches just don't like him at this point? I mean, he played plenty last year. I mean, yeah, I realize but, that we just talked I, I about mean, why he played so much, but if he was really a problem, I don't think Pep would have yeah, played I, him that much. I understand. I'm prisoner of the, I'm prisoner of this moment because the time you don't want to sell after it's all been after all. I mean, if the chips come down on the table and Sane really doesn't play at all this year, it's I'll be too late. Like uh, you know, you if you if you sense that if you sense that it's there's no real positive path on a player like this, especially an FBL draft, mm-hmm. you gotta get out when you can. It's it's gonna kill your it's gonna kill your flexibility the longer he's there. Because um, for example, do I do I put him in the lineup this weekend? Would you? Uh, I, I no, I specifically yeah, I avoided it, him though. Like I was kind that's of that's my point. That's yeah. my point, right? So I'm gonna try to go with a lineup of. Keda, Madison, Fabinho, and Richie as my midfield four Yeesh. every week. Yikes. Right? It's terrible. Uh, I mean, if he is is this season or last season's Bernardo Silva, like a guy who doesn't yeah. start all the time, but he plays mm-hmm. in that team, and so the points should be there. In a points league, which our, our staff league is, um, I'm not sure that's that bad. It's not good. It's not. It's not good because of the way lineup lineup blocks work, but, right? But but it didn't matter for like if you started Bernardo Silva every week last week, you got like the twenty second ranked midfield every, every week last year. Last year, excuse me. Um, like City does enough when they score to to make those guys those kind of I don't even want to call them fringe guys, but when they when you score that many goals and they spread them out so well, like. Last yeah, year's Bernardo Silva is not that bad for Leroy. Sané. When when you when you draft Leroy Sané, you're not anticipating him being the top twenty midfielder. You're anticipating him being a top eight midfielder. Maybe you are. Who do you, you think maybe, scores maybe, more? Maybe your maybe your rankings did too. Me, well, <laughs> you know what I mean. I had him twenty first among midfielders or among overall. Overall, how many midfielders are in front of him? Uh, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 10. Yeah, so he's top okay, top twelve. I was I wasn't that far but, away. But midfielders, that's I mean that's like second and third round picks. Yeah, but do you think he score he outscores Richarlison this year? Unlikely. So, so you're thinking about it though. Unlikely. I think it's unlikely. Okay. It, I, I, I mean, I, be, be, I am petrified that he's this year's Bernardo Silva. Actually, worse than that. Because this year's Bernardo Silva is also there, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like people got better behind him too, and they added Riyad Mahrez, who plays the same position. Um, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, you're not it, it, you're not going to get something for me to that be like, petrifying. no, you're fine it, with Sane. It, but and I think Leroy Sane. I'm just going to double check here. I think he leads. Well, De Bruyne leads the transfers out, and then Son is Son is right behind De Bruyne, and then Sane. I mean, he should be because people. I think he's the. I think he's the first healthy one. Yeah, people over. Uh, <laughs> he's the first healthy midfielder. Yeah, I, well, I think people expected what they got last year, and it, the signs were very clear that 
he was not going to be the same player. Uh, but I think when you're saying like, I, I want to get 75 cents on the dollar for this guy. If you, and I realize a lot of people play head to head draft leagues. Like I think they're awful, but if you're, if you're playing in a points league, I, I don't think it's that, as bad as it sounds because like he will have plenty of opportunities to get points when he plays. And 75% of Sané is better than, a, or 60% of Sané is better than 100% of a lot of other guys. But I think you have to figure out, who, you know, you have to really look and see who these other guys are. And Richarlison yeah. is just one that jumps out because he had such a good opening game last week and somebody was already trolling me about making a joke that 50 million pounds was too much for him. But, um, like, I think you have to... It's just the price. Uh, people, people try to associate production to price and that's not how it works well it was just like i and i made the comment kind of in my rankings that you know people think that two goals in the opener and it's like well he's obviously worth it and it's like well he has two goals he had two goals like that's that's all we know at this point that's fine that's fine but all right let's we got him we got we we got it we got to go on though um Let's uh, yeah. So I mean, we'll, let, let's keep focusing on the same vein as uh, as Leroy Sané, like people who are being transferred out in mass number, and there are some signs to say, hey, you probably should continue to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, Ryan Sessegnon is he's on the list. I mean, the fifty three thousand transfers out right now, and Joe Bryan got hurt for Fulham last week in his debut, and you you know Ryan Sessegnon is no stranger to playing fullback. Mm-hmm. So Joe Bryan was the fullback that kind of replaced him. So, uh, you know, does he move farther back? Do you see any pessimism around the Cess- – uh, any any additional pessimism around Ryan Sessignon? Because you weren't that high on him before the season started. It's not that I wasn't high on him, but – Well, you put you put Sari in front of him. I did. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you could argue that I was just high on Sari than I was on Sessignon, but the – I mean, he can still be productive at left back. In FPL, it's going to be a lot tougher, though, because the further away you are from goal, and he is classified as a midfielder, so you're not even getting kind of defender points for that, you know, anytime they have a clean sheet. But uh, he should be among the highest drops. I mean, particularly if he's um, going to play this, plays a left back, or if Sari kind of takes all the set pieces that people thought Sessignon might get. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. The, 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 there's not much excitement. I mean, it's only been one week, but the excitement should dim more because of the Joe Bryan injury. Just you know, an injury that probably not a lot of people are talking about. I mean, even if he stayed as a midfielder, I wasn't like I, I didn't rank him based on the assumption that he was going to play left back. But I think the expectation that he was going to have similar numbers to what he had last year, even if he had seventy percent, was like extremely aggressive particularly since they added a number of very good pieces that I only take away from him. Yeah. Yep. Another guy, another midfielder who's falling and will probably continue to fall uh, will be Pascal Gross uh, in his next three weeks. He does not have the world's best fixtures. Uh, so this week, uh, sorry. So in game week number two, sorry, just the next two weeks. Yeah, he plays Manchester United at home, Liverpool on the road in game week number three. Yeah. Uh, ouch. I mean, why? why <laughs> and Bright looked terrible. Yeah, why does anybody have him anyway? I mean, well, he was productive. People dropped him, and somehow there were forty-nine thousand people that had only fifty thousand, almost fifty thousand that had him. Like, come on. Yeah. Look, he's a popular drop. He was a more popular drop than someone like Alexi Sanchez mm-hmm. or Andre Sherlo, who I don't understand why. If you were that excited about what, what excited you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> like, but like someone who I'm going to be waiting for the price to drop is, you know, Pascal Gross, if, you know, if his price drops, I'd be interested. I think there are two things working against Gross. Um, one of them is that uh, it was not, it was clear. I mean, he came off early and Ali Reza Jahanbash looked great when he came on and everything that That's Gross. That's by the way. World Good Cup. Work. Yeah, World Cup. Um the so everything gross does Jahan Bosch can do and that team is awful like that team is really bad I I have the I have them as a relegation yeah and so this uh, the the gross optimism I 
I, oh. Oof, oh. I didn't get it. Good pun. Good pun. Oh, I didn't even mean that. Walked right into it, apparently. Yeah, you did. Uh, Christian Erickson's on this list. That's dumb. He's on the falling list? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he's right behind Jordan Shakiri, which again, why? <laughs> why was he on? Why was he added in the first place? And uh, in front of Lingard. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the. Um, it, it's the not a large thing. number. If, if it's not six digits to me, it's not going to raise too many flags for me. Um, yeah, it's I mean, still a decent number though. Yeah, it's a decent number, but it's not like the Kieran Trippier numbers, who will transition to defense here, who was dropped by nearly one hundred twenty thousand people. Uh, people love to react. Um, we, that, that came up earlier today. Um, possibly, I think it was in the Slack chat that, um, Sadio Mane was like the perfect differential for everybody because they were <laughs> no, like, no more. Firmino's going to be really highly owned cause he's a Ford and he's cheap. And obviously everybody's going to have Salah and Mane is the second highest, um, added player and is now the fifth most owned midfielder. And so people react drastically in certain instances. And so um, I understand people dropping Trippier just because they're like, oh, well, REA must be the guy. Uh, Trippier wasn't even in the 18, so yeah. he's out. And it's like, no, he just hasn't trained that much yet. I, I would understand, though, if he didn't start again this week. And if you're. Serge REA looked fine. Um, Nate. He looked fine. He looked. He yeah. wasn't great. But he looked fine. Yeah, he fouls it, a lot. Yeah, I saw some tweet basically that was like, other than the assist, Rea has been like a train wreck. This was fairly, maybe it was at halftime or something like that. And it was like, that's kind of what you get. Like, he can be a bit of a train wreck, but he can also make something out of nothing and pick yeah. up an assist. It, and if 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 fouls against count against you, don't sign Serge Rea. <laughs> he fouls a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, I think you could, and he'll I, get some yellow cards. Yeah. He'll get some yellows. I understand a lot of the people who are on the drop list, um, but well, Eric's we'll kind of an interesting one. Yeah, we'll get to the forwards in a second because I had <laughs> just a funny observation on that. Uh, Otamendi, who's on the drop list for defenders, I get it. Um, he looks like he's the defender who's going to get left out or was left out because Stones and Laporte started ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get it. Hector Bellerin looked awful, but that City will make a lot of right backs and left backs look pretty bad. Yeah. Um, that's someone who, if you're looking at, if you're trying to get a 5.5 defender differential, that might be someone I jump on next week, not this week. Yeah. No, because they're playing Chelsea. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, 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 and if you had to tell me the top five forwards who people were most excited about going into the season, they were in, in no order. It would have been Obama, Yang, Kane, Firmino, Arnautovic, Zaha in FPL. Yep. And they are all the top five drop players (laughs) that's great that's great people are so (laughs) stupid um (laughs) yeah i'll I'll continue to hold on to firmino if i have him i'll continue to hold on to obama yang harry kane hasn't scored in august but whatever (laughs) he has an ankle injury i think that's more important to recover from yeah i think that i think people kind of underestimated that which uh given that sun was available and fernando llorente was available it's weird to me that that Pochettino ran Kane out right away. But um, there's no surprise that Abami, I, I think if there's anything about surprising about Abamyang being the highest dropped, it's that people owned him enough. Obviously just weren't looking at the first two fixtures that were brutal. Yeah. Um, Arnautovic um, also had a very tough game last week. I mean, playing at Anfield, yep. is not that one blonde, that you want. That and Zaha scored. Not, like, I can't yeah. believe people are dropping him. And, uh, the blonde hair does not look good on Marco Arnautovic. He's had that for a while, though, hasn't he? I know. Just uh, it's just uh, distracting. Just saying, yeah, <laughs> it just it's just distracting. And why? And what was wrong with Roberto Firmino? <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with him. What, what did he do to what warrant fifty thousand people drop? Um, he got an assist. It's. I, I think it's the same thing as like being overly reactive. That yeah. um, people are like, wait a minute. If like with Zaha and Arnautovic, it was like, oh, maybe I took the wrong budget forward and I should actually get Callum Wilson. Um, what's somewhat ironic. Zaha is the second highest added forward. Also. <laughs> I was just looking that up. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Why is he getting transacted so much? And Firmino is sixth. One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seventh. Either way. Seventh. Um, seventh. But, but Aguero's on both lists too. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, I understand you have, however many people are playing this game now, 5 million or so. Yeah. And the wrong um, Newcastle forwards getting added. 
Um, well, you better believe I wanted to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but again, it's the these but, movements are just so based on yeah. the most recent evidence, and you really shouldn't play this game that way. Yeah, I for, I have not used my free transfer yet. I was thinking I was thinking about it. Let, let's switch over to the positive side here. I was thinking about using it on Ruben Neves, but now he went up by point one, so I can't. Uh, so that kind of stunk. But Ruben Neves leads the league uh, with two hundred eighty-two thousand transfers in. So uh, whoever thought that that would have been an original move to do, yeah. nope, <laughs> like absolutely not. Uh, Benjamin Mendy, same thing, uh, but both of whom had price rises. Aaron Juan Bissaka, um, another. I have two of those three. I have Mendy and Juan Bissaka. So did you start I, Juan Bissaka? He was on the bench. Yeah, I like. I bet of all the people that own Juan Bissaka, I bet like ten percent started him. Well, some people, the people, I benched that, Mendy. one of the people who was in first place overall, I think they used their bench boost week one, so they got the points. Yeah, uh, maybe. I think at least from if what I, I remember saying. correctly that those are no longer counted for like the weekly prizes. Like if you use a chip. Oh, I, I don't know if it was like the weekly prize, but just the person who has the most points. Yeah, I didn't. I, that's all. I mean, there's a lot of bench boosts being used. And they, hey, look, if it works, it works. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to. A lot of people had some pretty good bench players because uh, they were, you know, someone I saw someone bench both Mendy and Juan Basaka. Mendy for the obviously for the matchup and mm-hmm. Juan Bissaka because he's Juan Bissaka. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you played your bench boost, just like hey, what roll the dice. I mean, good for you. Yeah, the the best one I saw was a bench of Ederson, Richarlison, Mendy, and Juan Bissaka. I had Ederson on the bench. There you go. But I had Joe Hart starting. <laughs> Clean sheet. Mm. Um, actually, like trolling scored, Man City with that too. Actually, actually, Ederson scored more points. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I, I, I was, I was, te- I was, I was talking to you earlier. I'm like, oh, I should captain Joe Hart, and I only would have been off by two points. He only scored one, uh, one fewer point in regular scoring than Mo Salah, than Joe Hart. Well, obviously, he's better. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> he looked good. By the way, uh, all right. So, yeah. Okay. He looked good. He looked solid. He looked like a Premier League goalkeeper who mm-hmm. plays for Burnley. The name right. doesn't much matter is my point. It's starting to look that way. <laughs> That's totally true. Um, so would you um, – though obviously we need to uh, – someone who – considering he had basically the same week as Benjamin Mendy did, Jose Holobos got not nearly as much love as the Manchester City defender. Um, I had him. The, you had him on your team? Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. You win now one hundred and thirty-four thousand. Yeah, I was so original. No, you were not anymore. Right. <laughs> I mean, Jose Holibas. That might be the best week you get from him. I totally agree with you. Um, the he did get his yellow card, which was uh, a, a guarantee. But he, I mean, that's the the reason I took Holibas, and he's a very popular um, play on DraftKings every week because he takes set pieces. And this is what can happen every so often when you have a defender. I mean, really any player, but why you target a defender who's on set pieces, why Kieran Trippier is so popular, uh, though Erickson takes some of those opportunities. But um, two assists in the same game, it's like just the law of averages. He's probably not going to have one for it's a the while. The same guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. We should have talked about I thought, him. I, 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 thought, I saw him like, wait a second. Is Twitter just really slow? Yeah. No, it happened twice. It happened twice. <laughs> uh, and everybody ran to add Roberto Pereira also. Uh, where is he on the uh, added list here? He's got to be somewhere near the top. Um, but, though, I mean, it's entirely possible it doesn't fifth, happen again way. this year. He's fifth. But one thing I did notice is, like, in the midfield especially, midfield and defenders especially, well, midfielder especially, there was a lot of people who flocked to, like, you know, to, to there's a lot of movement there is what I'm saying. So there's, you know, when you look at the numbers, there's two people over 250,000 midfielders as far as total transfers in. You know, I think if you added up all of the forwards on the on the top list, they wouldn't equal that. Not even close. Uh, um, I think there, there are two reasons for that. Um one is that the there are obviously many many more midfielders to choose from, and so um, it's 
you would think that means you would think that means that they're actually that it's spread out but it's more that there people have if there were unlimited transfers then it would it would it would even out but like um neves is cheap everybody had a cheap midfielder somewhere and so he was like an easy one-to-one flip and Mane is like an easy one-to-one flip with uh kevin de bruyne so like anybody who had like uh sessignon or seri or um trying to think of the low guys in that range but like they're easy one-to-one swaps with neves um and Tom Mane, Kearney, like I do, yeah, who, yeah, I did, who, yeah. who I did not swap. Right. So you could easily make Kearney into Neves. And so that helps him out where, and Mane, you know, De Bruyne can go right to Mane and you can get that differential that everybody has. Uh, and so that's why those guys are so expensive. Whereas um, when you have guys kind of in the middle, uh, in middle in terms of salary range, like Richarlison is being added a lot, but like 6.6 is kind of a weird range like who they're not a lot of guys i have james madison at six five and it's like um do i really need to make that move or or what whereas um the money's easy because with a guy who's highly owned in in de bruyne who's going to be out for a while mm-hmm. and i mean ne- people getting yeah. neves is hilarious can we can we talk about ruben neves just for a second sure how many touches in the box do you think he had zero Damn it! You looked at the software. I didn't actually, but it, but <laughs> he he took one free kick and he scored it, on it. But he took two other shots. And yes, um, which obviously were no were not in the box. Yeah, and he and he had one accurate cross and it was an assist. Right, exactly, exactly. And so, <laughs> and he um, created one chance and it was an assist. Uh, <laughs> like like people need to cool the jets on yep. Ruben Neves yep. like really really quickly. Like yep. it wasn't that. I mean, it was good. Like the free kick was good. Don't get me wrong. Oh, sure. But two things. It, it was good one, enough Jordan, that they should give him another one when he when that happens. Yeah. One, Jordan Pickford cheated. He went the he was right. going the yep. wrong way to start, and yeah. he had to try he's to recover it. He's not, he's not he's too short for that. Exactly. Um, I love that story. <laughs> anyway. He cheated. He yeah. cheated, and he got caught. Well, you have to when you're tiny. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But when you're he got caught cheating. Yep. And uh, but kudos to Ruben Neves for executing properly. Um, and the assist was, it was really good. Yeah. It, it was really good. Now, it, now is the offense going to run through him more doubtful, especially when Adam, a decides to hog the ball. Ooh, it's going to be fun. Now, Adam, a if you are in a Taga tracks league, that's oh, the guy yeah. you want Yeah, from He's Wolves. Top, that's top the guy priority. you want. Absolutely. It, 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 look, it, it, look up his his dribble stats. Yep. It's unbelievable. Yeah, successful take ons, I believe they call it over there at Target Tracks. Fine, this this whatever they're calling it over there. Um, the successful take ons his number his numbers of attempts versus because you, you can get dispossessed on those too, which counts against you. Uh-huh. Um, so his percentage and his sheer volume are staggering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know how many assists Ruben Neves had last year? In no. 42 starts? No. One. <laughs> I also love that his coach's name is Espirito Santo. He had six goals, though, so. Yeah, I mean, Diego, I I'd still am, I'm still would rather, rather own uh, Yoto. Would you rather have Neves or Leroy Sané? Leroy's on it. Okay, just check. I'm not that crazy. Okay, okay. not yet. That, ask me again in a week. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So, were you worried about Salomon Rondon? Yosulu has scored in every single game he started with Rondon on the team. 100% true. Yeah. I also liked how Salomon Rondon played a lot better. Mm. Did he hit the, hit the woodwork twice, or was it just once? I think he hit it once. Hit they it hit it twice, Newcastle, oh, in the second was. half. Yep. Um, because I believe that it was Atsu or Kennedy who hit the other one. I think it was the former Chelsea guy, if I remember gotcha. correctly. You would think. I, f- I would. I think it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, Rondon's, when Rondon hit the post, let's be honest, it was deflected. So, like, it wasn't like he looped it over the goalie and it hit the post. He meant to hit it with power, and it looped over the goalie and hit the post. I mean, it's, he probably meant flush. to hit it off that player to then have it loop into the goal. Yeah, because he's obviously the Ecuadorian Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah, we know he meant to do it. Uh, you drafted him in our staff league, 
Yeah, you were mad. I was furious. <laughs> um, you were so mad. Yeah. Actually, no, I didn't. You did not? No. I didn't draft him in the staff league. Oh, I thought he, I thought you, we, you had him in our staff league. No. No, I, when I showed you my team. Oh, that's start, right. It was your FBL team. Week, he was in, I, 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 yeah. I started you could have had FBL anybody, team. and you picked Salomon Rondon. Hey, six flat. That's right. Because I, I, I wanted to avoid both Arnautovic and Saha. Did you so I went yet? with – what's up? Did you drop him yet? No. Okay. Just checking. I'm holding. Are you kidding me? His matchup this week is one of the only good ones in the next five. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> really like, funny? I have him in the staff league. <laughs> forgot that you drafted your own guy. Yeah, I drafted my own guy. I must have jumped on him. <laughs> I was nervous. You knew, you, hey, Buzzer, you knew I was interested. Yeah. You knew I was going to be sniffing around. You know what it was? Um, because I drafted James Madison? Uh, you drafted James Madison and Ethan Sexton literally drafted like five guys I wanted to. Like he did what I did in another league. He has the Mendy Robertson back line, which I thought was great. Um, I had the first pick in this in the staff league, which I ended up with Mo Salah. So I was never going to get Alexis Sanchez, but I wanted Alexis Sanchez. He took Ryan Fredericks when I wanted him. Andre Gray late. He took Sari. I mean, he has admitted to me that he also used my rankings, which I guess I underestimated how much uh, trouble that would put me in in a league with other people that I'm using my own rankings in as well. But um, just to be fair, I tried to use your rankings against you and failed. Yeah, you did. Because <laughs> I picked Alisson in the seventh round. Yeah, you really <laughs> which, jumped. Which on really him. upset you. Yeah, <laughs> it, it 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 less upset me because I wanted him. Um, it's because it was me. <laughs> it it was just was so unnecessarily off brand that yeah i'm trying I, look i tried something new <laughs> like you, you were like no 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 i'm zagging when everyone else is zigging and i'm like no no you're just ruining things <laughs> well my back line of walker shaw bayi that helped yeah and oh, Stephen ward helped too and i'll have antonio valencia at some point that that's that's going to be the strength of my team i'm probably going to start five defenders most week yeah you deserve especially because three of them are on the same team yeah you deserve that <laughs> Um. Anyway, so going back to the most popular players transferred in, pump the brakes, Ruben Neves. I'm all in if people want to keep going in on Sadio Mane. I'm, you're never going to get me to th- say, "Yep, don't do that." Agreed. Um, it also Richard- really helps that De Bruyne is out. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, there are well, only Pog- so many. It helps Pogba too. There are only so many uh, expensive midfielders and getting one out of the pool obviously sh- just shrinks the number of guys that you're going to go after. And so, you know, there's no, no surprise that Mane is this high. Here's an important question. Who takes penalties for Manchester United? Um, <laughs> I, Even when Lukaku's on the pitch and healthy. I, Lukaku's terrible penalty. So I don't, yeah, I don't that, think that's he's... And so I'm is Alexis. Saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying include, I'm saying include <laughs> Lukaku in the conversation yeah. because he wasn't on the pitch at the time, but include him at the time. I think they're Pogba's until he misses. Especially if Pogba's going to be named the captain, he has the right to take the ball. That's clearly what he pulled last week. If that if that's the case, then Pogba has value in FPL, more value. Theoretically, yes. I mean, how many are they going to earn is another question. Right. But, They're not Crystal but, Palace. But the, but the thing about Pogba is that he doesn't get forward as much as a lot of people would like to see from a FPL midfielder that's priced that highly. Correct. Correct. So I, him being the third most transferred in player to me, I would normally say, you know, pump the brakes on that like Ruben Neves style. But if he's going to get all the penalties for a top six side, that puts you in contention. I, I, I guess. I, I, mean, I haven't looked at the numbers, but theoretically they, they earn more penalties in the lower lo- level clubs. They earned three last year. Ouch. Never mind. Right. Everton won eight. Watford six, Brighton seven. How many did a Palace earn? Uh, ten. <laughs> ten. How many goals did Milivojevic have? Ten, but th- they weren't all. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They were. Well, I think you got two of them were free kicks. Uh, Manchester United took three last year and had two of them saved. <laughs> That's right, because Jose Mourinho was saying that the refs were against them last year. I remember Something now. Something like that. Yeah, but so I, I don't. I don't think it helps Pogba that much. And as somebody who has Pogba in EFSA, obviously I would love to say he's awesome, but I mean, he did nothing 
Yeah. Other than the penalty. I'm also going to call BS on the people that are transferring in Jorginho and Conte at five flat. I don't care. I don't care. It's because they're five flat and you need somebody. Don't do that. Well, find, find, that, find a lower level, find a lower club guy. Conte I mean, Jorginho's was, not taking penalties. He's not taking penalties. And Conte's not scoring a ton of goals. Conte is, was fairly highly owned anyway because he was that price. And yeah. Neves at the same price or was now 5.1. That's anybody who's off Conte can go to Neves. Like that's the connection. Uh, Jorginho 100% keeps penalties when Hazard's at Real Madrid. <laughs> you I still think that's you still think that's happening i would not we got two weeks to go i would not rule out Jorginho being on penalties all year that mean does that mean people should hang on to callum hudson Odie on their bench just to, just in case ha- hazard leaves it'd like it'd be nice if he's like actually made the 18 but yeah <laughs> i'm glad i didn't fall into that one uh i, I only drafted mini f so that's yeah. all i did yep and anthony martial good job by mike gottlieb all around <laughs> Yeah, I did terribly there. Um, and at least I and I, no, I don't. Not in that league. Not in the EFSA. Oh, right, um, right, right. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, people are. I mean, people are adding Yosulu to their lineups. Don't do that. Add Rondon, and, and that's coming from me. I hate Rondon. I'm not sure you add either of them. I would add Rondon. That's because you have him. You ha- you have to say that now. I would add him because he 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 even against Manchester United in limited time, he did very well. He showed, and Newcastle in general showed me enough that I think that not they're going to dominate. Manchester United, they didn't play Manchester. Sorry, not Manchester United. Uh, Tottenham, excuse yeah. me. Sorry, Leicester played. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Uh, Le- Leicester, same thing. I also think that James Madison, no matter who who they're playing, start James Madison and Jamie Vardy. I don't think there's a dip there. Wow, that's exactly what I said a month ago. I, I know. <laughs> All right, I, I I needed to see it. I think is what I said. Okay, and I saw it. Okay. It was good. Yes, congratulations. I agree. I, agree. I, you I Andy Robertson like call on that one. I think uh, I like what you did there. Uh, the, I mean Madison, is, I mean he's not Mares, but I think it's enough that I don't think we're going to see that big of a drop with Vardy. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. And Jamie Vardy in very limited time and scored the most Jamie Vardy goal. Yeah, he did. <laughs> At first I thought it was an accident. I'm like, nope, he did it on purpose. Yeah, that's just what he does. <laughs> Um, I, I, I tweeted something last week that got a lot of traction. I want to know what your thoughts on it. Um, 20 minutes of Eden Hazard is better than 75% of other uh, fantasy Premier League options. Um, if, if, if Eden Hazard is still easing back into the lineup at 20 minutes a week, is he better than almost, uh, you know, the large majority of everybody else at midfield in FPL? Um, no. No. I mean, yes, he's better than the large majority of the league, but like you're not going to pay. I mean, he's I think he starts this weekend and we don't have to worry about him being on the bench until he goes to Real Madrid. But the especially after Real Madrid's four nothing defeat or four some four. They lit up four goals four two, and lost four yeah, two. Four yeah. two. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, they need him because they need to score five. They need to figure that and, out. And his, and his defensive abilities. That's right. Uh, I I mean, what did, what are you asking? Like, you're asking, what I, like, what, if, what I'm asking if is, Ed are Hazard you, played 20 minutes every game, would I still have him on my team? No. Let's say, let's say would you want to own Eden Hazard the next two weeks sure. before the transfer window closes? Like, yeah, but I, I expect even. him to play 180 minutes or, you know, Hazard equivalent, 160 yeah, I, minutes. I, I, okay. Would you rather have... Paul Pogba at eight one, or would you rather have Eden Hazard at ten five? Um, I took Sanchez instead of Hazard. That, that was not exact. I I wanted the value of. I, I wanted. It, I I understand the value Alexis is below Sanchez. Alexis Sanchez for me. Okay. At least early in the season now. Okay. <sighs> All right. Two things I want to get to before we end the show. Uh, before we do. Quick message from one of our sponsors, or really our sponsor. Hey there, fantasy players. We've got some news for you. Starting 11 is back for the Premier League season, and it's time to get in on the action. In Starting 11, you can challenge managers from across the world for cash in head-to-heads, 50-50s, and winner-take-all Premier League contests. Download now on iOS and Android at www.starting11.io. That's starting11.io. Make sure to look out for their new mini-league contests, which are launching soon. 
Remember, on Starting 11, you build an 11-player roster with no salary cap restrictions. Best of all, instead of seeing injuries, substitutions, or poor performance ruin your chance at cashing in, Starting 11 lets you make up to three substitutions to your fantasy squad during live play, just like a real manager. So if one of your players is bottling it, you can get him off the pitch, and if a player you don't have is terrorizing the defense, you can get him in your lineup. So head over to www.starting11.io now to get into the game. Now, two things I want to get to, as I mentioned before the break. I want to get to your rankings, and I want to get to FPL's favorite son. Okay. Now, in your rankings, my good sir, a couple of things that kind of stuck out to me. um, I'm just trying to pull them up as I filibuster for a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. These are my weekly rankings, not... Yes, your game week number two, your top 200, I mean, good luck. If anyone ever has a problem with Andrew's top 200, if it's like a difference of 25... 58 instead of 72? Yeah, like, fine. (laughs) Like, God, do I not care. Um, (laughs) I plan on updating those after the the close of the window. I know that the Premier League coming in window is closed, but if Hazard leaves, I think that changes things for some people. So I'll do it after that. On what planet is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang ranked below Alvaro Morata? Uh, when they play Chelsea. That's insane. Uh, he looked, uh, Aubameyang looked pretty bad last weekend. Every, Arsenal, everyone's going to look, look bad against Manchester City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> Lacazette that's looked fair. worse. That's fair. They were and at Lacazette, home. Yeah, and Lacazette looked worse. Um, missing a very clear chance, for example. Well, with his I mean, foot, strikers foot. miss chances, but... Um, <laughs> The good ones shouldn't miss those, is what I'll say. Now Everybody misses chances. Now, here's the reason why I would start Aubameyang over Murata any day of the week until Murata turns it around, mm-hmm. which I don't think he will anyway. Not before Drew comes back. Um, Aubameyang, even if Lacazette comes in, is still going to be on the pitch. Okay. If anyone comes in at the number nine spot, Murata's not staying in. But nobody's coming in. There's nobody there. No. You think Giroud's going to come in? He should be available for substitute duty this week. Okay. You know, that, that, that's what I mean. That's what I'll say for that. I mean, just and, and I think you're underestimating what Arsenal can do and overestimating what Alvaro Morata can. I am okay. That's uh, just like your opinion, man. It is. Yeah. Thank you. As, oh my as God. These are mine. Did you make a movie reference? Uh, I, I did. I did. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, I think that's. I mean, I think if if you said uh, who is the top guy to score for Arsenal, it's obviously Aubameyang. Yeah. And if you said who's the top guy to score for Chelsea, it not. It's Hazard, not Murata. Um, but that being said, Chelsea are fully expected to beat Arsenal and score more than them, and so. I don't think that I need to worry about who the top um, goal scorer is for Chelsea in terms of who they are playing um, Arsenal. Why are you so high on Raul Jimenez? Uh, it's it's more, I'm not, I mean, they... I mean, for example, he's higher than Callum Wilson, who had, let's be honest, he, despite even a penalty miss, had a great day. Yeah, I think... Um, I think West Ham at home is better than Leicester at home. And I think uh, Wolves are better than Burnmouth. That's why. Like, I'm not sure Burnmouth scores this week. Um, and so I, I'm much more confident that Wolves score at Leicester than Burnmouth score at West Ham. Mm. Like, I think West Ham is a lot better than, uh, than the result from last weekend. Like, yeah. I think they're firmly behind Liverpool. Like, they deserve to get smoked by Liverpool at Anfield. But I think they're they're a very good team. And so um, I don't think Burnmouth is going to be able to go, excuse me, into the London Stadium. Is it the London Stadium or just London Stadium? I, can, I never remember that. I think it's a London Stadium. A London, yeah. <laughs> and London Stadium. Uh, <laughs> I just, that's why. I'm, I'm higher on Wolves than I am on Burnmouth. That's why. And Jimenez leads the line. Without further ado, that was really it. I, I'm not going to try to do, make this a weekly podcast. You and Jordan can go nuts. With yeah, no, that's that. fine. I, I'm more than happy to discuss rankings. No, it's beca- it's also because if people are going to use their their transfer, if they're going to try and do it more 
uh, like kind of like a hybrid, right? They're going to leave like a spot. They're going to try to get like the best matchup or best best someone at a certain position, right? Um, you know, th- that that's a possibility. Like someone's going to look at this and be like, oh, man, I should really drop Pierre Emmerich Aubameyang because oh. – you know, like because I mean, to be fair, Chelsea didn't show me much either against Huddersfield. Like, yeah, they had a, the only thing that was different is that they kept their foot on the gas and they were up one nothing. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I saw that was different. It wasn't exactly a ton of quality. That's a, but that's a big difference, though. For, it is for a diff- fantasy, though. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I that, mean. That was very helpful as well. When Antonio, well, Antonio Conte, yeah. when N'Golo Conte looks offensive, you know you're doing something different. <laughs> All right, are you ready to play FPL's favorite son? Sure. You kind of alluded to it, like, as in, is it Sun uh, Sun Hyung Ming? Mm-hmm. No, it's not just Sun Sun Hyung Ming. Callum it's, Wilson. It's Callum Wilson, Retarless son, yeah. Johan Berg Goodman's son, mm-hmm. Gilfie Sigurd's son, okay. Ederson, Andy Roberts' son, Alice's son, Madison, James Madison, mm-hmm. Felipe Anderson, Callum Hudson, Odie, <laughs> or Odoi, excuse okay, me. I keep yeah. calling him Odie as, a, at, like, the dog. Mm-hmm. I keep uh, uh, typing, uh, like, just, I don't know why my hand, my fingers just kind of automatically type O-D-I-O, and then I'm like, <laughs> O-D-O, that's fun. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, so what am I doing? Am I ranking these people? Uh, so of all of the sons, like, who would, who would be, at least of the ones I mentioned, I'm sure there's probably more. I just I just probably don't care about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, Callum Hudson O'Doy was just a personal favorite. We can strike yeah. him off the yep. list too. Yep. Uh, but Madison, James Madison. Okay, for midfielders, right? Yep. So you're going to take James Madison over Richarlison? Yes, I would. Gilfie Sigurdsson. I know you like them both. Um, I asked the hard questions. Yeah. No. I. The... What's surprising is that what's what was surprising to me. I was just looking at this. Just I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people with the name Son. Yeah. I could make this into a thing. Into a thing. Uh, so you know, uh, you know, just from the midfielders alone, there's Richarlison, there's Berg Goodmanson, Sigurdsson, uh, James Madison, and Felipe Anderson. Right. Uh, I, I think this weekend's game for Everton will help me decide what to do about Gilfie Sigurdsson because I was very high on him because I thought uh, he's more of a creator and he has players in front of him who can kind of fly particularly Richarlison, Theo Walcott, Pelosi when he plays. And I thought he was headed for a very good Bernard, season. Uh, Bernard when he comes yeah, Bernard, in. exactly. And uh, for a guy who I expected to be uh, an important part of that team, to be the one who came off when they went that, down to 10 men, and he's not obviously not a defensive that player. That was just a mistake. But um, to- Tosun should have come off and have Seagerson play the nine. Um, or even Richarlison. Um, yeah. I, th- that really worries me. Um, and so there's a possibility that I would even put Richarlison ahead of Sigurdsson if this weekend doesn't go in. They have a very good opportunity to, to look good this weekend against Southampton, but, um, I, I, I still who play, think who, who played the, the most predictable zero, zero draw. Yeah. However, lots of, lots of signs pointing to Vestergaard scoring a ton of goals yeah, for Southampton. I mean, it, it was, Yes. I, I just I just want to say you heard it from me uh, either last week or two weeks ago. Who do I think is going to lead the uh, FPL defenders in scoring goals? And I, I still think it's him. Mm-hmm. I agreed with you. It was exactly – or no, I said Ake, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah. Just, to, just to upset me. Yeah. You're but right. I, think, I think you were surprised of how, how, how quickly I picked him out though. Vestergaard? Yeah. Well, it's because you looked at my rankings. That is not true at all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Your rankings have him pretty low if I'm not mistaken. Um, maybe I think he might be the highest Southampton or no, I probably have Bertrand. I about to say you probably have Ryan Bertrand a lot higher. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I still do. Uh, yeah. And maybe even Cedric higher than uh, Vestergaard. I might. So, uh, okay. So is Sun Hyung Ming technically a midfielder or a forward? I always forget. He's a midfielder. Yeah. So now James Madison, is he over Sun Hyung Ming? Yes. Mostly because Sun's not playing for the next six games. Yeah. The only forward is Callum Wilson. <laughs> okay. Really? The only uh, one? Oh, that's not true. Callum Hudson Odoi is also a forward. Is he really? That's silly. Um, it's what it is. Yeah. What about Tosun? Even though it's Tosun. <sighs> that's Tosun. Yeah. That's too soon. Too, uh... 
but def- but for defenders though, I think it's I think there's only one defender though, and Andy Robertson. <laughs> and I, I don't think anyone's going to take the take the prize from Andy Robertson unless his name is Benjamin Mendy, who's no son. Ah, uh, Mendy son. <laughs> but uh, no, and, I mean, and then just the, the, the interesting one here also is Alison versus Ederson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ranked Allison first. That's why that's why I drafted him so early. Mm-hmm. No, um, but uh, so are you, so I guess that's something to think about from a long term perspective. You know, when we talk about you know Andy Robertson and Benjamin Mendy, and we talk about Alison and Ederson, um, you know, if you're going to try to get the total points, do you think Benjamin Mendy outdoes Robertson enough offensively? Because you obviously think that Liverpool are going to have a better defensive season than Manchester City. I think it's going to be. I actually think it's going to be very close, but I think Allison will have a lot more saves. That's what separated him from Ederson. Uh, and I do think Which, Mendy who, who, has more upside, attacking upside than Robertson. Yes. What was surprising to me about the, the Liverpool game is that Eder, uh, Allison was just, West Ham did not challenge at all. Yeah. Like, like they had one, they had one, I think it was a corner and it just went straight to Allison. I think that was the only shot on target. Um, like it was, it was, it was like surprisingly weak. I don't know how much that says about Liverpool or West Ham. That's my point, yeah. right? Like, so, like, you know, did we? See, I mean, did you see enough? Because we, I mean, we definitely saw from City because they played a much, well, theoretically stronger opponent, made them look silly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mesut Ozil, the misery continues. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I would have thought you would, you were going to go Ederson. You know, uh, just because of continuity and everything, you know, just it's just surprising to me how how quickly you bought in on Alisson. Uh, I mean, Liverpool were a very good defensive team with a with terrible goalkeepers. Well, they were very good at home. Sure. So, I mean, I, I gave you that. I gave you. I think I gave you that little bit of trivia over the weekend. Um, you know, who was the last player to score against Liverpool at Anfield? Um, yeah, I forget who it was. Mikel Antonio. Right. In but it February. was in, Feb- it was in yeah. February. <laughs> like it's been a long time. The other so. the other one I got, um, which was from Chris Owen, who works for us and is a Liverpool supporter, is that nobody has had more uh clean sheets uh since he came into the league since he joined Liverpool, excuse me, than Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah. I I mean they they bought a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone kept gawking at the price, but I, I, I like way, I said Cardiff, before, Cardiff Sean Morrison is behind Andy Robertson. Great. <laughs> Morrison might have a goal or two this season, though. That guy's mm. a big, a big body in the box. But he's great. Another, he's another defensive son. <laughs> so Robertson has some competition. Is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like how Callum Wilson has some in, uh, in, uh, in Hudson Odoi. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. I just wanted to be thorough in your game. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to try to come up with a very similar. What about Emerson? Uh, your boy. I know he doesn't Emerson? play, but. No. No. Danny Simpson? <laughs> also doesn't play? I like how into this game yeah. you're getting. I'm, I'm just scrolling through. There's another Simpson on Jack Simpson, I think his name is. Yeah, I saw, Jack's, I saw Jack Simpson. Yeah. Ben Gibson? <laughs> you actually like that guy. Yeah, but he is he gonna play? You I do like Ben Gibson. Play three in the back, which I well, I asked, I asked you kind of in jest, but I believe, it would have been, I believe it you been asked fun. me by saying I think Burnmouth should play three in the back. <laughs> that, that was I was a little in jest okay. because that also would have meant that Berg Goodmanson also wouldn't play. Uh, you don't think he has wing back in him? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Ah. <sighs> And on that note, Andrew, we will end the shenanigans portion and the whole portion of this episode of the Road to Wire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Thank you to all for listening. Be sure to catch uh, Jordan and Andrew later on this week as they preview game week number two for DFS purposes for the Fantasy Premier League. I've been Mike. He's been Andrew. Thank you for joining us. We'll catch you again next week. Thank you for starting 11. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. 
But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.